Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner.com. Through storytelling and conversational interviews, this weekly radio show and podcast offers listeners an insider's view into the commonalities of successful people and the ups and downs of risk-taking. Connect with Carrie through her candid, funny, informative, and always encouraging weekly blog. My guest today is a self-proclaimed Arkansas craft beer evangelist and beer ambassador for Arkansas, Mr. Scott Parton. Scott is the author of Arkansas Beer Scene Blog, co-host of Tap Time on 103.7 The Buzz, and is well known by his Twitter handle, Woo Pig Brewery. Besides being a beer know-it-all, Scott's interests also lie in baseball, more specifically the St. Louis Cardinals, and music, again more specifically heavy metal, weird, okay, I mean he seems too old for heavy metal, but maybe he isn't when his when this craft beer aficionado is not sampling beer watching baseball or listening to music he has another heady job as a longtime employee and it operations analyst at stevens inc in little rock arkansas it is my great pleasure to welcome to the table and the microphone the man with many hobbies and as the french would say beer sommelier and italians would say beer ciceroni and as I would say, beer expert, Mr. Scott Parton. Now, Gray's over here about to die because he hates the way say, I massacred please, that word. Please, it's the word sommelier. <laughs> okay, say sommelier. There you go. Beer sommelier, that's French. Perfect. And then the Italians would say, this is what I just learned today too, Cicerone. Cicerone. Say that in Italian, Gray. I'm not sure what the word is. Ciceroni. Is it Cicerone? But say it with an Italian accent. Cicerone! Yeah, like that. Uh-huh. Now, you have to take a test to be a Cicerone, so I'm <laughs> technically not a Cicerone. Is that true? True. But I have quite a few friends who are Cicerones. Well, in Latin, the word Cicerone means, and it's Cicerone, by the way. I just if heard it. I, you know, I'm not one guy can't even pronounce it. <laughs> I went, listdictionary.com oh. is wrong. because Ch- the, oh, I, I see it now. Uh, Ch- Cicerone. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, wow, yeah, uh, but you know, Cicerone that sounds better. Yeah. Say it Let's again. Do, I think it's Cicerone. I think I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's well, you know, Gray's a trained opera singer, he no. had to learn right, Italian, all right, all right. he had to learn French, and he had to learn German because they don't sing Italian, they don't sing opera in English because it's just not pretty. So, Scott, let's start at the beginning. I thought maybe you weren't from Arkansas, but you're from Piggott, Arkansas, and you went to school in Jonesboro. Northeast Arkansas, yes. So, I was, actually, I was born in southeast Missouri, moved to Piggott when I was very young, oh. grew up there all the way through school, went to ASU, and then, you know, seemed like there were the opportunities were really in central Arkansas, bigger city. When I was growing up, I liked to go to the bigger cities, like we hung around Memphis a lot, or Little Rock or St. Louis. Um, so I just, yeah, migrated to Little Rock, and I've been here for? ever since. Com- uh, computer science. Yeah, because you work for Stevens. Yeah, but back in the day, computer science meant Fortran and Pascal and all these dead languages. Um, really, my job has absolutely nothing to do with what I learned in college. I started at Stevens, and now I'm kind of in the database administration or uh, scheduling, <clears throat> reporting, those kind of jobs, uh, software support. You know, that kind of thing. I think what I learned in college has done me absolutely no good when I got out of there. You hear that all the time. 
but I, I love Little Rock. I stayed. I've been here 26 years and uh, just like it here a lot better. There's a lot more to do. So uh, in learning about you, uh, I learned that you liked the St. Louis Cardinals. So did you live in St. Louis? No, but my grandfather was a huge Cardinal fan. My dad was a huge Cardinal fan. Naturally, I listened to him as I was growing up. You know, uh, the old John Grisham tales of sitting on the front porch listening to the Cardinals. That's how people in Arkansas were. And I did exactly that. So when I moved down here, we had the AA Cardinal Farm Club. I got season tickets to them and went every night, sat in the front row every night. And that was the players, you know, that were going to end up in St. Louis, or a lot of them were anyway. And it just stoked the fires of my Cardinal fandom, I guess you would say. I actually ran their website for them. Their first website, I created it for them. Did their fan website for them. Um, did that for several years. and then You when they, created the website for the St. Louis Cardinals? No, 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 for the Arkansas Travelers. Oh. For the Travs, yeah. Back. Okay. Well, that was when websites were just starting. You know, we were just getting off of like AOL and all that stuff. And websites were just starting to pop up. So 96-ish, 97. So I did a little quick down and dirty kind of website. Me and one of my buddies helped me. And um, they liked it. And they said, hey, you know, can we use this? And we just kind of parked it out there for them and... Um, I had a digital camera, which was pretty cool at the time. So I would take pictures of the game at night and post them, and the players' families would ask for pictures of their son or whatever. Um, and yeah, and that just kind of became a real big hobby of mine for several years. I don't remember really why I got away from it. Uh, I still go to a lot of Travs games, but when they moved to North Little Rock, they took over their own website. Uh, it was different. Ray Winderfield was a special special place just really we were, we were sitting right on top of the field i mean you know we had front row seats and you really felt like you were part of it and it was just unique and i think when they moved to the new park which i absolutely love i think it's outstanding and i love to go out there too but i don't think it's as personal as it was back then and then cardinals left and they, they pulled out of here and we got they got replaced by the angels and i think that was for me that was just kind of what do you mean the, the cardinals left were the st louis cardinals here the Cardinals minor league team was the Travelers. It was a double A. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, okay. well, see, it's been a while now. It's been over twenty years, and then we lost them. They moved to Springfield, and the Angels farm team took their place here. And since then, they've switched to Seattle Mariners. I don't have as personal connection with them well, as what, I did. Where'd the name Travelers come from? Boy, that one's been around for a. Uh, so did years. we have the Arkansas Travelers? Arkansas Travelers. We had the St. Louis Cardinals. Both of them were here. No, that the they oh. were just the farm team for the Cardinals. What does that mean, farm team? Like the minor league players. Like if you play well, you get called up to the next level, and eventually you can make it up to the Cardinals. Like some great Cardinals actually played in, you know, in Ray Winterfield and still at this part, not Cardinals, but other teams now. Minor leagues, just kind of their, you know, growing up. Well, beer drinking and baseball really go together. Perfect. So, but I don't understand uh, heavy metal, where that comes into play. I don't know how that one. How that one didn't you make there. a website? Did, well, didn't you do your first blog about heavy metal or something? Yeah, like? I had some heavy metal stuff in there. Once upon a time, I used to write for a, a metal site, wrote anonymously. I did a lot of their album reviews and DVD reviews and uh, things like that for them, moderated their board. And I don't, that was just kind of a two or three years there. I was really enjoying that. I, I've always been a metalhead. I know I don't how, look like a metalhead. Long, no! How <laughs> long ago Maybe was I'm the, too old to be a metalhead. Do you head? still like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to get back and uh, Who are the, the big clubs. metal band? Foo Fighters or something like oh, that? Oh, I love Foo Fighters. Uh, but I like a little heavier, like Corn and uh, Metallica mm. and 
yeah, Megadeth. Uh, some of those were some of my favorite bands. Was that your first blog that you did? Was for um, was for heavy metal? I uh, really the Travelers was the first blog. Yeah. So you it wasn't a called a blog then, though. You know, it was just I'd set up a website called Travs Fan, and I oh. updated it with Every- stats and gave a player of the week and did all those. Technically, it was really a blog, but I don't think we called them blogs then. No, probably not. Um, I'm telling my age here, really, aren't mm-hmm. I? <laughs> I? Well, I started blogging in 2004, and I was one of the first bloggers. So you're okay. right. We did not start blogging in 2000, in 1996 or seven. No, it was there. There weren't that many websites. I mean, Mm-mm. imagine a, a team the size of the Travelers and with the popularity of the Travelers. They didn't even have a website. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about now because every single thing you look at has a website. Mm-hmm. There were no websites in, so. So, I was just looking for something so fun to do. So where did you the do internet. the metal? Where did you do the metal website? Oh, they were based out of uh, Los Angeles, where a lot of the metal bands were from. Um, and how'd you get that gig? Did they pay you for it? Yeah, I just knew the guy who ran it from going to shows out there or meeting people when they toured, meeting bands when they came through. And um, I don't. It just kind of fell on to me. Did you get like, paid you for the ride? travelers' work that you did? No, I never did. I never wanted to or did any of these jobs lead you to the uh lead you to your stevens job no i was doing that the whole time that was these were just hobbies to me i wasn't even thinking about making any money off any of them you know sometimes your hobbies lead you into places really good jobs yeah but just neither one of i mean i would have liked to worked in minor league baseball for sure Um, but i never applied for any jobs because you know, Stevens pays well, <laughs> and I like it, and there's a lot of great people there, and I just really wasn't interested in leaving. That's great. Uh, this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Arkansas Beer Ambassador, Mr. Scott Parton. Scott is the author of the Arkansas Beer Scene blog, co-host of Tap Time on 103.7 The Buzz, and is popularly known by his Twitter handle, Pig Brewery. When we come back, we're going to talk all things beer. And all the intricacies of it, uh, about the business of it. We're going to sample beers and find out where to drink the best beer and my favorite, the coldest beer in town. We'll be right back. You're listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagAndBanner.com. Over 40 years ago, with only $400, Carrie founded Arkansas Flag and Banner. During the last four decades, the business has grown and changed, along with Carrie's experience and leadership knowledge. In 1995, she embraced the internet and rebranded her company as simply flagandbanner.com. In 2004, she became an early blogger. Since then, she has founded the nonprofit Friends of Dreamland Ballroom, began publishing her magazine, Brave, and in 2016, branched out into this very radio show, YouTube channel, and podcast. In 2020, Carrie McCoy Enterprises acquired OurCornerMarket.com, an online company specializing in American-made plaques, signage, and memorials for over 20 years. If you'd like to sponsor this show or get involved with any of Carrie McCoy's enterprises, send an email to me. That's gray, G-R-A-Y, at flagandbanner.com. Telling American-made stories, selling American-made flags. The flagandbanner.com. Back to you, Carrie. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Scott Parton, an Arkansas beer ambassador known for his Arkansas beer scene blog, co-hosting Tap Time Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on 103.7 The Buzz, and for his Woo Pig Brewery tweets. All right, before the break, we talked about how you got your great career going, how you learned about blogging, and now we're going to talk about all things beer. 
So you've been blogging about beer for 15 years? Yeah, about the time craft beer really started taking off, what I was make- brewing beer. Uh-huh. Uh, me and a couple of buddies were to get together and we'd brew beer because we didn't have that many choices around. Once you stepped outside of the Flying Saucer, most of the places you went to had your standard beer. What year so we was wanted this? to make our own, probably 2005-ish, mm-hmm. 2005, 2006. What makes, what's the difference between a craft beer and just a regular beer? Well, I mean, there's a technically a definition of, of if you make under X number of barrels of beer, you're considered a craft brewery. To me, so it's, it's small all, quantities. Yeah, it's the smaller the small quantity. Batch. Yeah, but to me, it's like it's all craft. If you go to Budweiser, the facility, I mean, that's a craft for those guys. They're really into their beer, and they put a lot of work into it. But there, there's a level of definition there that I think the industry uses. Well, I read uh, the Brewers Association who has the mission of promoting and protecting small and independent American brewers, say that their lines are blurring between the microbreweries and the macrobreweries. And the title of their article was Craft versus Crafty. So Amheuser-Busch is buying up small breweries and turning them into macrobreweries or closing them and taking their name. That doesn't bother you? Well, yeah. Because I think what they're wanting to do is kind of monopolize the tap panels. I think they want to own, let's say they own 10 different little breweries in different regions of the country. They want you to walk into a bar, think this is their plan, and see only their tap panels. Now, you've got 10 different breweries to choose from, but all the money is, is still with them. You you lose that little local aspect. Are they still brewing it locally, even yes. though it's owned by them? For the most part. like I know they bought up some breweries, and they've kind of taken over their brewing process, or they brought their bigger flagship beers in-house and started making it for them. Mm-hmm. But some of them they've left alone and let them continue to do their thing. But the battle for tap handles is kind of what that's all about. There's only so many tap handles in the city, and there's a fight for those things. Tap handles. The war for tap handles. That's the name of my book I'm going to write right there. War for tap handles, I guess. So uh, what's the first thing we should look for when trying out a new craft beer? Are there variables like color, taste? density what do you when you go sampling beers at a new brewery what are you kind of looking for i just kind of know the styles i like and i look for those um and i talk to the the bartender or you know usually you've got some pretty smart people pouring the beers up now they're familiar with all of them and you just kind of tell them what you like you say i kind of like something fruitier or i like something dark i like something roasty and they can usually steer you in the right direction i i kind of believe that philosophy there's Everybody that says they don't like beer just hadn't found the one they like it because with the wide range of beers now, I think if you tell somebody what you like, they can find you a beer. Okay, you brought some beer. I did bring a few. All right. It Pop makes a it, tap. Makes it feel like... Pop a top. Can I do a little ASMR? Yes. Oh, What's ASMR? Uh, what does that stand for? Does anybody remember? It's like um, sound immersion, like mm. scratching on microphones and stuff. Okay, well, pop that... All right, so Ted. this one is, should I do a beer or a cider? Let's, should we do a cider since mom's... Let's uh, do a beer first. Let's do a beer first. Okay. So the reason they're asking that to the listeners is because I'm gluten-free, and yes. so I don't drink beer because it's full of wheat. Right. So I brought ciders. So let's do... And Scott brought one. Scott, pick was, out one. Which one you like? Yeah, Scott, you yeah. tell me which one. This Fourth one? Maple, maple okay. beer. So this is Jackalope Brewing Company Bear Walker. Brewed with maple syrup. 
All right, pop it. That would be this probably the only one on this entire table that's not actually from Arkansas, but they are available in Arkansas. Oh, that, isn't that a beautiful Does sound? Does that make you feel good? You know, I feel like I'm on I'm on my regular radio show now. So, so see, like, do y'all drink on every... Nice. Do, let me do, so let me on your 103.7, do you drink every time? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's a good game. next part? <laughs> yeah. see if I can do this. Okay. No, you can't hear it. Oh, it's no fun. Okay. I like, I Here, like let that fizzing noise. One. I know I'm gluten-free, but let me have some. Oh, you're going to hate this? This is dark. So this is called maple. It's dark. I'm expecting it to be like syrupy. I think you're going to find it not... Super syrup. Man, I haven't had a beer in so long. This is really, really Careful, good. Careful, mother. <laughs> that one has mm, uh, that nice. obviously maple added it does, to it. You can I tell can from taste the, the maple. So how, what's nice the proper way now. to sample a beer? Is it like wine? You swish it around? And you I don't do much something. swishing. I like to look at it in the light, see what it looks like. I like to get a good smell of it because you can, your nose taste it before you're... This is brown, brown, too. And I don't normally like brown beer. Well, I think they added that maple to give it a little bit of that mm-hmm. sweetness. Um, I was going to say it's it's sweet, but it's um it's not like candy sweet. It's it's no, maple, it's like maple. It's good. What, okay, what's the name of that one? This is Bear Walker, and that's not from Arkansas. Maple no, that was a Nashville brewery, but they are available here in town. You can find them here. They've got like three beers here. That's one of them. That's Relatively their most popular by. beer. We had them on the show about a month ago. They were super nice people. Um, I like all their beers. We visited their brewery when we've been in Nashville before. If you ever go to Nashville, it's a fun place to stop by for sure. It's downtown there by all the fun. Jackalope. Uh, Jackalope. Um, um, where do we find it in Little Rock? Where have they got a, what did you call it, a tap handle? I don't know where they've got any taps. You can find the cans in a lot of the liquor stores now. They've just recently started pushing that out. Gray, are you going to put a list of all these on the right on our sure, yeah. on our mm-hmm. website so that everybody you, that's listening? When you go in, that's the other thing. You go in a liquor store, they may have. 500 different beers to choose from but you go to your typical restaurant they're only going to have eight or ten taps so they're not going to have a lot of variety they they may switch them out some of the better restaurants keep changing them keep different stuff on there but they find something customers like those tap handles are locked in where's your favorite place with the widest variety flying saucers easily how many they got uh they've got 85 taps i think yeah there's a whole wall oh that's not 85 on that wall yeah, do they not get stale if you ke- if you put a if you cork them or whatever? What do you call a keg? Tap it. What do you call a keg? Yeah, tap it. If you tap a keg, do they not start going stale? They could if they don't get drank fast enough. Typically, you'll see them go on a sale or something after a, a little bit. But how long's a little bit? Yeah, I couldn't answer that. That's a saucer people question. Yeah, but, but what would you say? If it's if it's like an IPA or a really hoppy beer, you know, I think two or three months is is too oh. long to sit on it. Oh, if that's it's a long a, time. If you got a big stout or something or Guinness keg or something, I think you got plenty of months before they really start oh, that's changing a long the time. flavor. Yeah. The I was thinking beers, days. No, the hoppier beers can lose a little of their kick. Gray, you didn't give Scott others. a sip of that. You're right, I didn't. Sorry, I'm trying not to burp in the microphone. Try out this. Give Scott some of that one. That'll make me feel more back. I'm, I'm completely mesmerized being on the other side of the microphone answering questions. <laughs> I'm usually over there asking. It's kind of fun. Did you hear that evil laugh? All right, there you go. Loosen up, baby. Yeah, I'm into oh, this. Oh, yeah, look. He looks just like See, a Samoye. Uh-huh. What is that? Did I say it right, Greg? Yeah, you did. Good job. <laughs> yeah, Swishing it around. That's like good, it. isn't it? It is good. I do I'm like worried having to, to take drink. Advil tonight for inflammation uh, for be this. Be careful. We're all going to hear about all it. All right. Let's do another one. <laughs> all right. Um, I did bring, uh, well, everything else on this table is from in-state. This is yeah. all 
So do we, so what's the next one? We could do a cider now, or no, no. Let's stick with beer, and then we're going to go to like gluten that. free. What do you think? I this think she'll is, like that. Is it brunch muffin? That's a lost forty brunch muffin. That is the cutest That's name. Something about that doesn't sound right. Oh, it's brunch muffin, vanilla like lemon like, zest, and blueberry. Do you like blueberry? Yeah. Tart fruited breakfast ale. juice. Breakfast or oh, yeah. breakfast well beer? Okay, breakfast. the maple beer is a breakfast beer I'm... for your pancakes. You did lean toward a breakfast. Sorry theme. about that. Maple, I... maple Greg, syrup. Greg, quit and wasting blueberry. so much time. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Tart it. ale brewed with blueberry, lemon, vanilla, and milk sugar. That's... Lost forty. Now, do you? Can I use the same cup, or do I have to get another cup? Yeah. Let's, let's, New cup. Let's clean it up. Clean it. up. We're gonna run out of cups. Now I'll use the same cup. It won't bother oh, it's me. It's a really pretty color. Oh, that doesn't look blue though. It's pink. All right, let me try. I have not had beer in probably 10 years. Well, you've got one of the best breweries in the country right here in town, Lost 40. What, they, Lost they just 40. won a, an award at the Great American Beer Festival, which is the beer festival of all beer festivals in America. They won best mid-sized brewery in America, but there is no best large brewery in America. So technically they won the biggest award you can win. So we are fortunate enough to have right here wow. in our own state, in our own city, just right over there. I could stop on the way home and I may. Uh, one of the best breweries in the country. And cruise right across the river there. You got Flyway on the other side of the river. They're making outstanding beers. Stone's Throw is here in, on the Little Rock side. Great beers there. Um, Vino's Brew Pub, which I've been going to since the day I moved here. That's the oldest brewery in Arkansas. They've got a little brewery set up in the back. Throw one of their calzones in with it and watch a metal band. And you've got a good night. Now, you may not go to the metal band part, but you could. It's, it's fun. That has got school. that punch. That, that ch- Checks all of your boxes. Metal band in the I have, back. I can't tell you how many times I've sat in the back at Vino's drinking craft beer. We, we didn't have any other breweries in town in 90. You know, the last time I listened to your show, you did not talk about Vino's hardly at all. And I had it on my list of questions. Why are we not talking about Vino's, the oldest beer? Yeah, they're the, they're the OG here. Um, What's OG mean? The original gangsters, the uh, <laughs> OBs, the original brewers, I guess. <laughs> but they're not, um, you know, they don't, they're not, they don't can their product's not on the shelves, and they don't distribute, so their oh. kegs aren't at other locations. You can't go into Flying Saucer and get a vino. Or so they're missing food. the boat. They just don't have the capacity to do it. They've got a real tiny little brew space. It's awesome. I mean, it's a great little spot, and the brewer there's fantastic. He, he makes really good beers, but, yeah, they, they don't distribute, so it's just kind of hard to get their beers. You can only get them at Vino's. Is that smart? If you were going to go into the beer business, don't you want to be able to distribute to have another source of income? I think you, I think you have your ceiling. You know, some breweries only want to serve in their tap room only. Some want to have some cans that people can carry out the door. Some want their beer to be on shelves across the state, and some want their beers to be on shelves and tap rolls across the country. I think everybody can't be that. Like every, we have six, seven thousand breweries in America. They all can't take up shelf space in every state. So you have these levels. And I think to be realistic, you have to go into it imagining where you want to go. If it takes you farther than that, go for it. But if it doesn't, you have to know what your ceiling is. I think for Vino's capacity, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. You can get beer to go there. You can take a growler, growler in, fill it up, take it home and drink it. And a growler is a, a And in, in the state of Arkansas, that's a huge benefit because on Sunday you can't get beer anywhere except filling growlers or buying cans at breweries. So they've given the breweries a huge benefit on Sunday sales, except I guess a couple of counties in Arkansas now have Sunday sales. But that was the big benefit for them. Like there was a line out the door at Vino's on Sundays. Because, Getting growlers. Yeah, filling up those growlers. But now you can do it at all the breweries. 
you can do it at all the breweries. Get some of them, you can, and some of them you can get cans of beer. Yes, you just can't buy them in the grocery stores. All, mm-hmm. all of our breweries here now can their beers except for Vinos. Yes, I'm thinking correctly. All we right. have two new breweries that are just open, or one's opening and one's about to open. They don't can yet. All right, this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Arkansas Beer Ambassador, Mr. Scott Parton. Scott is the author of Arkansas Beer Scene Blog, co-host of Tap Time on 103.7 The Buzz, and is well known by his Twitter handle, Woo Pig Brewery. Still to come, how to get a beer pedigree. There is a degree in beer brewing you can get. And we're going to talk about his uh, radio show, Tap Time, when it is and why you should listen to the show. We'll be back in a minute. Flagbanner.com reminds you we are just about into the patriotic flag display season. It begins with Memorial Day, continues through 4th of July, and then Labor Day. It's a special time at flagandbanner.com, and there are resources on our website and our YouTube channel where you can learn everything from how to mount the flagpoles you've been thinking of getting, to flag etiquette, and great ideas on how to decorate your home. The resources at the flagandbanner.com YouTube channel are incredible. And there's always great advice waiting for you at Flag and Banner in downtown Little Rock. The patriotic flag display season. Remember, it starts with Memorial Day. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Scott Parton, author of this of his blog, Arkansas Beer Scene, co-host of Tap Time Radio Show and Podcast, and his well-known Twitter handle is Woo Pig Brewery, not Brewery. Good job. Thank you, honey. Nailed it. <laughs> Finally. Had to get corrected at the break. <laughs> All right. At the break, y'all drank yours, and I haven't. This is the one. This is the breakfast beer made out of blueberry. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Blueberry, blueberry vanilla, vanilla, lemon. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like it too much for too much <laughs> that's not beer <laughs> it, it does not taste like beer the like the preconceived notions of flavors of beer have just gone out the window i saw i heard on your tap time show on the radio somebody was making beer out of coconut i think it was lost 40 or maybe it's that guy in Eureka springs and i was like no 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 you don't make beer out of coconut yeah there are coconut beers there are barrel aged beers there are wine barrel aged beers there's every fruit oh in he the did world. have a wine there's... aged a, a wine barrel an aged a beer aged in a wine barrel i thought now oh, that's smart yeah he's the eureka spring show uh-huh. is that that guy is a fantastic brewer let's talk about his pedigree ridiculous uh, yeah like you see i first, i love rural, these rural breweries like in eureka springs and there's one in camden there's one in a little town, Amity, south of Hot Spring. These Amity? Little, isn't it Amity? I think it's Amity. That is the tiniest yeah. town. Well, there's a brewery down there. And, there's and, one in uh, the monks at Subiaco do it now, yeah. in the middle of nowhere in Paris. Well, I can yeah. see why they yeah. do it. We've They're up there up with nothing to do. They walk around dressed. But all of these, ur- <laughs> these little rural breweries, you would think, you know, this is a hole in the wall. It's in the middle of nowhere. People flock to them. People go to them. It brings in tourism. It, it brings in business. And some of the brewers in some of these places are just outstanding. You don't I don't even it, think there's it, a brewery in... Am I saying it right now? I'm confused. Brewery, yeah. I don't even think there's a brewery <laughs> in uh, Hot Springs, is there? Yes. Uh, Superior oh. Brewing is downtown there. And then Bubba Brews is a little ways out of town. Okay. And Amity sells their beers there. They're called Slate Rock. I think they've got their beers all over there, but they're not... Yeah, there's one in a bathhouse there on Bathhouse Row, and it's a perfect place to sit and watch people walk by for hours. They make very good brews, and she's a... The head brewer down there, her name is Rose. She's outstanding. 
So I highly suggest you stop in there. I think they have a site or two you might Do like. you have a travel log for Arkansas beer beer places to travel? Because I thought about that when you were talking about today, about go to Eureka Springs and see this guy. Go out to, who was the other one? The one in Jacksonville. Yeah, one of, one of my buddies has a map, a, a Google map that he keeps up. He keeps it current. And, What's that and, called? Uh, I'll have to, um, I don't have you it You need to put that on your one of your many uh social media platforms wow, it's hard to keep up with there's God, new no breweries kidding. opening all do you make the time. any money doing that you might i i might could but i've not honestly i really haven't tried to monetize anything i don't want people bombarded with ads and i don't want people bombarded with pop-ups and i don't want people to think i'm influenced because my buddy at so-and-so is paying me x number of dollars to tweet about them more often mm-hmm. I, because I don't, I don't really need the money i you know i've got, got a good job and i like it you just do it because you blah, love blah, blah, it blah. Yeah, I just love it, and I and, and I think it helps me stay honest. There's and some you get free I don't beer like. everywhere. I don't talk about them. I don't like them. I don't have anything to do with them. And there's some I love that I talk about all the time. They don't give me a penny, and occasionally they'll throw some beer at me because they know I'll. Share you go it and in, talk I about know it. they're giving you free beer though. That's got to be easy on your pocketbook. <laughs> well, as much beer as I drink, that could be. You don't look like you drink a lot of beer. I just want to tell the listeners, you don't look like you drink a lot of beer. You're I, not overweight. You don't have a red nose. I am really enjoying this show. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this show every week. I was going to say because you can't keep a job at Stevens for 25 years if no. you come to work drunk. I mean, hung over all the time. Yeah, we're kind of at work all the time too. Like I'm on call all the time. So. Yeah, I mean yeah, it is the 21st century, and everybody yeah. on call all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Especially in the last year, when we've been working from home. We're I've got some work to do when I get home today. I need to finish something up. And you're uh, IT operations. I mean that is always on call. If anything goes wrong, I mean two o'clock in the morning, you're down there or logging in somewhere. You know, honestly, I, I feel like I have to be conscious of that because what I'm pushing and trying to promote is something that's not good for everyone. I I, I grew up with some alcoholics and i know what that's like and i have to be kind of serious about that and then there's the drinking and driving i, I hate to tell people go to this event and drink 10 beers and try, no i don't want anybody drinking and driving i don't want anybody abusing it and I, you got to kind of have control of it and if you don't have control of it really you shouldn't get into beer you're not a 30 pack a weekend a guy no i i like a beer or two a night sometimes sometimes i'll go a week without having a single beer what? and sometimes maybe i have too many beers and i'll take an well, uber but you're not perfect i'm i'm human and i enjoy beer so let's do another one i don't like that one don't i'm not i'm not even uh, gonna let's see that, what we can, the blueberry's no good have you ever had flyaway blueing no who does that one they are a little north little rock brewery just across the river i know he knows what this one is mm-hmm. this is your favorite gray they give money to the audubon society in support of birds and so therefore they are my favorite <laughs> Dude, i'm kind of a bird brain too i really like birds ah. And we, have, and that's much, what we I, have much to talk about. <laughs> I was when well, that was my passion before I, when I was a kid. Like we had bird feeders and bird houses, and I love birds. Craig has a degree open. in birds. What? I do. He's I a chicken farmer. Chickens. Chickens. He's chickens. He has a degree in chickens. Well, He's an opera he singing chicken farmer. All right, that's wow. <laughs> we're cracking the bird. We're cracking the bird beer. Oh, uh, this is, I'm just so into this. Probably this <laughs> well, is my favorite. This is my favorite episode ever. <laughs> if this isn't the number one selling beer in Arkansas, it's number one or two. Really? Easily top top three for sure. I They've done really well mother. with this beer. I don't know what seltzers have have done to this beer. It's a super light beer, really flavorful for. But I think maybe seltzers could have cut into the sales of it. I don't know. It's this is really good, but it does taste like heartburn in a can. Hmm. To me, that first beer. Maybe it was just because it was the first beer. Yeah. 
I don't know. Give me some of that first beer again. Let me see. I'm going to compare it. I've drank my share of this Blue Wing mm. through the years, and it I tastes, plan on drinking more. This one tastes very much like blueberry. Is this an IP? No. What What is an IPA? That's You're getting into a lot more bitter bitter beers there. That's or, probably what I like better. Really? Okay. I mean, I love the bitter beers. I, I really would love them. Would you consider this maple beer a bitter beer? No, I would yeah, not. Yeah, this is really, really good. I, th- I think that one's pretty smooth. It's got yeah. a lot of uh, almost a caramelly That's kind yeah. of flavor to it, yeah. but it's um, super easy to drink. All right, Gray, you can have this one back. This is heartburn in a can for me. All right, I, I see kind of what you lean towards then. I, I should have brought an IPA. I didn't, know if, I didn't know if you were a beer drinker at all. You think because I'm a chick, I want it sweet, don't you? No, because <laughs> Come like, on, my say wife it. loves IPAs. My wife, <laughs> and we'll go to a, well, we used to. Uh, this doesn't really happen anymore because... I think that whole stigma of uh, chick beers they used to call mm-hmm. them is out the window. I hope it is. It's offensive and stupid. We I used to mind. go to I'm places. My wife used to pull up to the bar and they'd say, well, "What can I get you?" And she said, "I'm not sure." And they'd say, "We got a new fruit, something, something." She's like, uh, "I mean, do you have a double IPA?" Something. And she doesn't limit herself in that. And your taste buds, typically women's taste buds, are better than men's. I don't know why that is, but she picks out more. We smell better. Well, that that's for sure. But she, she picks out flavors and stuff that I don't get sometimes. And, and I'm she's a little bitty petite thing too so she drinks beer with you <laughs> she doesn't maybe doesn't keep up with me maybe she does sometimes but i weigh a lot more than her so i should be able to drink a lot more but yeah she she can hold her own for sure all right what's the next one and then we're going to the and then we're going to the gluten-free beers uh, i think that was all of them okay yeah, i think so. all right let's go to a ciders and seltzers uh so what's your beer scene while you're cracking this next one? Uh, you have quite a following. And why do you think people follow you? Is it because everybody loves beer? Is it because they learn something? Is it because it's educational? I Who's wish it? it was a little of all of those. I think it's because there was really no concise place to get all the info from all these breweries. Breweries are started by people that love to brew beer, but sometimes aren't the best marketers in the world. Uh, and some of them are great. I mean, like Lost 40 and Flyway, I mean, they do. And, and Stone's Throw, they all do incredible jobs. But at the beginning... Like, you couldn't find out what events were where. You would, a, a bar might be having a tap takeover, and you didn't know about it until it was over. What's a tap takeover? Like, they give a brewery six of their taps, to, and people can come in and try all their beers, maybe at a discount or maybe samplers, and kind of a tap invasion of the wall. You know, fun stuff like that. But we used to not ever know when they were happening. So I thought, well, I'll just bring it all together. You come to one place, you come to my Twitter feed or blog or whatever, and I'm telling you what's going on. And, and I hope that's what got people there was like, we need to know what's happening and no one's telling us. Or you may have to follow 20 other Twitter feeds to find it. I hope you get it in one place now. That's how I started. How often do you post on your Twitter feed? It kind of depends on what's happening. Like during this pandemic, there hasn't been much going uh-huh. on. Maybe a few times a day or when I travel, I try to post from where I'm at. To, a few times a day is a lot to me. Yeah, I think you can overdo it on Twitter. So I try not to do that. You don't. You, your blog looks like it's more monthly. The blog has been up and down. There's been times when I posted once a day and then I might fall into some. There's just not that much going on right now. I mean, most of these places are trying to survive the pandemic and figure out how to get back to normal. So there hasn't been a lot of events. They don't want people coming mm-hmm. in groups. They may be releasing new beers, but yeah, everything's kind of been slow. But I have a feeling we're really about to pick up. And, you are and not up. kidding. You I, cannot get a hair appointment at the salon i mean it's booming people are dying to get out of the house and do yeah. stuff 
I think that's where breweries are sitting right now. You I know, think you're right. Lost Forty's got a new uh, place they're about to open. They announced it last week called Camp Taco. Where's that? It's going to be where the old Rebel Kettle was, which is just a short distance from their current brewery. It's going to be specialty beers and lagers and tacos. They're going to be getting that going. Um, now, why would you open up another brewer, another beer place in the same location? It's going to be different beers. It's going to get and different menu. So it's really two different facilities just under the same banner. You know, but there would be totally different beers, totally different food. It'd be a totally different vibe if I know them. They're pretty good at doing that. We have another brewery in Bryant going to open in May, so they're going to get launched. Uh, the one in Jacksonville just opened. And I know they're really trying to get their feet under them there. So I think everybody's about to take off. I think it's time to get going again. There must be so much business and so much profit in beer or something. I think it was done right. Yeah, definitely. I think you have to have food and you have to have a tap room that people want to come to. Isn't the equipment very expensive? Yeah, definitely get really expensive. I mean, kind of both ends of it. You can almost build your own setup. Oh. that's what you did when you were doing it in your home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it probably wasn't that good a beer coming out of there. It's probably why I don't have my own brewery. Uh, but you can also spend a fortune and get really great equipment. And, and does it make better beer? Sometimes probably, yeah, if you got some of the fancier stuff. But a lot of the beer making really, I, I always like to say it comes from like the passion of making beer. Some of these little tiny breweries that don't have the fanciest setup really make cool beers. And sometimes talk, a big what about don't. that guy in Eureka Springs? We never did talk about his pedigree. He he owned a he was co-owner of a brewery in New York, Empire Brewing. He's brewed at two or three great places. He went to I think UC Berkeley, I think, and got a degree in beer making, which is kind of a new thing. I think he studied in Germany too. The guy his background is like what he twenty did. thirty years of well, no wonder he's you know what I was saying about rural breweries. You go in some of these and you're like. You know, this is a guy who started like me, home yeah. brewing in the garage, and he wanted to open a brewery, which is great. They may make great beers, and that's yeah. I love finding those places. That ain't what's going on in Eureka Springs. They brought in a world-class brewer, and he's really making some just incredible beers. He said he beers. had 29 years' experience that's in crazy. Germany, went to school for beer. 29 he's a, years he's ago, a, His first degree was in engineering. His second degree was in beer brewing. I can guarantee that engineering degree comes in very handy in a— brewing because something's always breaking you better have a handyman on site because it's a lot of well there's all kinds of engineers now there's mechanical engineers all right what are you sipping now well we opened uh the first cider this is a black apple oh semi-sweet no. cider. not a fan it's cider no, yeah we i am not going to tell you what that tastes like to me okay now i'm going to try it to tell you what i think it tastes like i like it it's a little <laughs> Black little, apples up in... A little in. musky, maybe. Where'd we decide they were? Springdale? Mm-mm. Yes, they're in Springdale. Springdale. What, what's I've been the, in there. Oh, okay, Cider. so that's Springdale. It tastes fermented, really fermented. Cider. Yeah, fermented apples. Especially after tastes drinking... tastes cidery. Mm-hmm. I think especially <laughs> after drinking beer. I feel like uh, no, I, you know, I like that. I like... Yeah, you like, like the, all beer. You've liked every beer we've opened, haven't yeah. you? Oh, no, I haven't dumped anything out. Well, I'm just too critical. I guess because I don't drink <laughs> by name beer. So I'm like, okay, this is the only one I like. I always do. I do say, Here, though, that I'm not a beer one. reviewer. I like that one. If you're the one that's not supposed to drink beer and you're only drinking beer. One? Yeah. Well, I know. I'm going to break <laughs> the rules. I'm breaking them all the way. Yeah, give me all that one. Y'all don't need any more of that one. Woohoo! 
<laughs> I think the show's almost over. Better check the ABV on this one. What's that mean? Yeah, alcohol percentage. No, that's pretty light. 5.1. So. Oh, so you let me tell you that cider, that apple that. cider I brought is six something. It's higher than an average beer. Mm-hmm. Ciders typically, yeah, they usually check in a little higher. All right, let's do another one. There was one over here that was... Well, that's the one you brought. Pineapple? Let's try that one. That's the one you brought. Or do you brought. want to try one of the seltzer waters? Oh, the seltzer water you brought. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Now, those are from Lost 40. Okay. Why? That- well, we were talking about the gluten-free stuff, and no one in Arkansas makes a gluten-free beer. We just don't have that yet. I wish somebody would, mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, I've had good and bad ones, but what everybody's decided to do instead was either put a cider on your wall or put a seltzer water on your wall. Seltzer waters just aren't as sweet as the ciders, which I, I, like, I like, like that. Yeah, I, like I don't that like it too sweet. Some of these seltzer waters, I think, are delicious. But I drink seltzer water all day, just not the alcoholic version. I bet if you put a little shot of vodka in it, it's real. Or put it over ice. These are, really good. These are great mixers, that's <laughs> for sure. I bet There's, it is. Now they've got four different flavors that they're making now. Yeah, let's this see is this one. strawberry, blackberry, punchy. Delicious. Yeah, none Punchy, of these are not bad. So hard huh? None of their seltzer waters are bad. All four this of is delicious. Really, that's a to me. That is a summer sitting by the pool. What's the alcohol content of this one? These can't be more five percent. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't get to what's that, what's what's the alcohol content of like a hard liquor or something? Twelve or something? I don't even know. Did you get well? Your wines are twelve or fifteen, I think. But when you're talking uh, bourbon, etc., you're in the. Forty percent ABV, mm-hmm. I think, on that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, you, you should be able to drink a lot more of the seltzer. So that is perfect for sitting by the pool and not mm-hmm. getting dehydrated and sipping on yeah. something yeah. and just feeling lovely. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. That's a, these are going to so be a summer. Killer. Lost forty. What's that one? What's that name of that one? Lost forty punchy, not so hard seltzer. It's, well, that one is which? That's strawberry, the strawberry blackberry. blackberry. They do mm-hmm. a black cherry. They do a pineapple mango and they do a raspberry lemonade. Those are lovely mm-hmm. and they're not too and they're not too sweet. Get them in a twelve pack and they put three of each of them in there. You got a mixture for your whole afternoon at the pool right there. Yeah. I don't think those are. You know, we hadn't even talked about calories yet. I don't know if anybody cares if you're drinking beer. A lot of people don't really care. I kind of do. Some of the beers can get up 150, 200 calories a can. These seltzers are usually around 195 or 100. So. If you want to drink all day and not feel too guilty, it's probably a better way to go. Because they're mostly just water. Yeah, yeah. Really delicious. I want to tell everybody that you're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Scott Parton as an Arkansas beer ambassador known for his Arkansas beer scene blog, co-hosting Tap Time Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on 103.7 The Buzz or for his Woo Pig Brewery tweets. So, Oktoberfest, is it your favorite time of the year? I do love <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yeah. Is it in Hot Springs in Little in Arkansas? Is Arkansas the place that has the big Oktoberfest? Is Hot Springs the place in Arkansas that has the big Oktoberfest? They throw a little festival. Yeah, I think there's several around the state, though. I know over in wine country over there in western Arkansas, they throw a pretty big deal. The one I go to is here in Little Rock, and it's called Little Rocktoberfest. And it's a beer festival. It's been at various places. They've had it at War Memorial or they've had the pavilion down down the river market at one point. Um, it's just a big, fun beer event. That time of the year, I think, is fun. A lot of 
we're switching over to football season. There's a lot of malty beers coming out. They call them Oktoberfest or, or Martins. And you're starting to get close to uh, holiday season when a lot of uh, holiday-type spicier beers come out. It's just a good time of the year in the beer world. The, the spring, start spring and summer. Yeah, I, 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 the changing of the season happens not just on the calendar. It happens in the beer world, too. Certain types of beers that come out certain times. We were just talking about seltzers. It's a great summer beer. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are going to drink that year-round. But I just picture myself in the summer hammering the lighter. When you're sitting around, you're going to the lake, you're doing whatever. You don't want a 10% big chocolatey barrel-aged beer. You want something light. Mm-hmm. And when the fall gets here, we all kind of turn to the maltier stuff. Just That's kind of always been a tradition with us. And then, yeah, around Christmas and those times of year, I'm looking for Christmas ales and nutmeg and spicier beers. And then wintertime, kind of stay with big stouts and dark beers that you feel like they warm you up. They actually have a style they call winter warmer, which is just heavier, maltier, uh, bigger beers. So the seasons change with beer just like they do with everything else. I think it makes it a lot more fun because you just have so many places to go with beers i don't mean to be talking bad about like wine but wine is like grapes so you've got x number of things you can do but beer they've just gone off the rails they do everything and there's so many flavors matching so many foods what do they make all it's all beer made out of wheat no originally that's the reason i can't drink it originally there were rules and it had to be water hops uh, barley and yeast that was it that was all you could put in it and it's the barley that you have the problem with. I assume that's what the, turns into the actual malts, and that's where your gluten comes from. That was for years. They did that. It was called the German purity law. You mm-hmm. have to make it with just these ingredients, so you mm-hmm. couldn't do much. Yet it still varied from place to place because the water is different everywhere. What is hops? The, hops is a, is a plant that's like you get your bittering from. It keeps it from being too sweet. If you okay. just had malty beers, they would be too sweet. So it's sweet. the barley that you think is the wheat. Yeah, the barley is where your, your gluten is your problem. Yeah, so and you the, can't really make it without. And Coors used to brag about being from the spring water. Yeah, the Rocky Mountain spring uh-huh, water, uh-huh. except a lot of the Coors we drank here was made in Memphis, so I don't know how they were telling us they're getting Rocky So they don't Mountain have that slogan water. anymore, I guess. I think they still do have it. I think those are the commercials. But I think it's this having a gluten intolerance. I have learned that vodka is no longer made from potatoes. It's made from wheat, except for Tito's and Smirnoff. Um, a lot of of hard liquors are now made from wheat because wheat's so cheap wow well you've really got to educate yourself i guess to avoid the i used to uh, wonder why when i would drink stolich naya that i would always just have these horrible hangovers and i'd drink cheap smirnoff and i'd feel fine (laughs) and then when i realized i had a gluten intolerant i began to look and i was those ones with the really expensive labels are all made from wheat all of them they're just making marketing. They're just marketing those like they're some kind of special something, and they're not. There's the, the the craft beer world has definitely recognized the gluten-free crowd. I mean, there are there are options. But like I said, I think most of them are turning to the seltzer waters. For one, they they sell great. Mm-hmm. They taste fantastic. So when you say wine's only made from grapes, well, beer's only made from hops and barley. What's the difference? Well, it used to be. That was the German purity laws. And then at some point, the Americans especially just threw that book out the window. And now they put, there's some of the craziest things in beer. You can, there's peanut butter and, and, uh, but it's not uh, really made from that. That's just flavoring, right? They, yeah. They, 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 they added after the, they just add flavoring to the hops and yeah. barley. Yeah. So we're, I think in your wine world, 
where you get all the wonderful flavors from and the differences in them and the nuances is because the grapes are grown in different regions of the world. And in brewing, um, you don't have to do that. You can be in Little Rock, Arkansas and order all your ingredients from Germany if you want. And you can make a beer that tastes more like it's from Germany. In the wine world, you really don't do that, I think. You you know, you've got a vineyard on site. You grow a certain kind of grapes out of the ground, and, and yours has a specific taste. Now, my taste buds aren't good enough to pick that up, but that's obviously the whole wine world, and it's wonderful that you get all these different flavors. In the beer world, you can kind of make any beer from anywhere you're at. It's not as So um, if you're in Hot Springs regional. and you're making beer, do you get to use the uh – the hot springs water she does i believe yes she does she's so that should make her beer special it is special what's the it's, name of that beer uh superior bathhouse is the name of their brewery oh. and so it's made with the actual uh hot springs I'm, I'm sure she does yes she also that's the only brewery in america that's actually in a national park she's their building is in the national park well i think people sh- you should start writing about trips to take because after listening to your show i was like i go up to eureka springs and go to that guy's place i want to go you know now i want to go to hot springs and go to that lady's place rose so i think you should maybe consider doing that i would love to write a travel book a travel just book. on beer uh-huh. or maybe beer and bourbon boy it would be a hit i can't believe nobody's really done that maybe someone has there's a good arkansas beer book out there my friend up in uh in fayetteville wrote it uh but you know it's three years old now. I mean, wow, mm-hmm. some have closed and some have. Yeah, opened. don't write. I think a book. you have to keep it updated. Put it so, online. Yeah, I think something online just talking mm-hmm. about. Oh, we're running out of time. Here's your gift. That's a Missouri oh. flag for the St. Louis Cardinals, an Arkansas oh, nice. flag, and a U.S. flag desk set because you're from Arkansas and you love the St. Louis Cardinals. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever given me on the radio. I didn't know what the Missouri flag looked like. Now I you like do. It. I love it. Thank you. I loved visiting with you. It was so much fun. Thank I, you for having me on. You're welcome. Maybe we'll get back together talk about beer travel again. Anytime. All right, good. Y'all all listen. What's the name of your show? Tap Time? Tap Time on 103.7 The Buzz on yes. Wednesday nights. I love it. In closing, to our listeners, thank you for spending time with us. We hope you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening and that it, whatever it is, will help you up your independence, your life, or your business. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next time on Up In Your Business. Until then, be brave and keep it up.